This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Melanoma is a type of skin cancer, and it's been in the news in a big way a couple of times in the last week. Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York, confirmed she has melanoma and will require treatment. And our 2024 Australians of the Year are Georgina Long and Richard Scolia. They were honoured for their work in pioneering treatments for the disease. So in this Squish Shortcut, we'll take a look at what's been called Australia's National Cancer and how it affects people around the world. And we'll look at the efforts to help people survive it. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, it's weird how sometimes you won't see something in the news at all and then you just see it a lot. And that was the case in the last week with melanoma. Yeah, and look, so many Aussies across the country and people around the world are dealing with skin cancer and melanoma all the time. So it's not a rare thing. But the events of the last week did pull the disease into focus. And I, for one, was interested in knowing a bit more about it. Yeah, it's a timely shortcut and a good one to upskill on. So let's start with the stats. And I heard Alice in the Squiz Today podcast say that someone in Australia is diagnosed diagnosed with melanoma every 30 minutes. Yeah, so what that means is that 16,800 Australians are expected to be Mm. diagnosed with melanoma this year. It's the third most common cancer in Australia after breast cancer and prostate cancer. And when it comes to the mortality rate, so the number of people who die, about 1,300 Australians Mm. will die from melanoma this year. So there are three kinds of skin cancers that occur when skin cells are damaged, usually by overexposure to radiation from the sun. There's basal cell carcinoma and squamous cell carcinoma. They are what's called keratinocyte cancers, and they are not as deadly as melanoma. They're not, and as the name suggests, they form in the keratinocyte cells in the epidermis, which is the outermost layer of the skin. A bit deeper are the melanocyte cells, and they give your skin the colour by producing this brown pigment called melanin. And when those cells cluster together in the skin, they form a mole. And how melanoma occurs is when abnormal melanocyte cells grow in an uncontrolled way. And that can happen after damage from UV radiation from the sun. So about a third of all melanomas develop from existing moles. Uh, Usually those moles form in childhood and in early adolescence. And the rest develop anywhere on the skin, which is why you have to keep a really good eye on your existing moles to see if they've changed and also keep an eye out for any new moles popping up. The trick is melanoma won't always be black or brown, like a run-of-the-mill mole. They can be pink or even skin-coloured. Yeah, and they won't always be on your skin either. Um, They can be in your eye, they can be under your fingernails, they can also be in the softer parts of your body, like the gastrointestinal tract. Um, Melanoma can also spread via the blood and the lymphatic system to distant organs like the lungs and the liver and the brain. So that spread when it happens is called metastasis, and that makes melanoma particularly nasty. 
And the trick is to pick it up before it gets to that point. Yep. So, Alex, remember the slip, slop, slap campaigns? <laughs> this is exactly what that was all about, um, trying to get Aussies out of the sun or when they're in the sun to make sure that their skin is protected from those harmful rays so that their risk of melanoma is reduced, particularly when you're young. Yes, and exposure to UV radiation permanently damages the skin. But, Claire, I don't think I'd clocked up just how damaging sun exposure is when you're a kid or a young person. And that's because exposure to the sun during those years greatly increases your chances of getting melanoma. There's a simple reason for that. The damaged cells have much longer to grow and to develop into cancer. So people with fair skin are also more at risk, and Australia and New Zealand have the highest rates of melanoma in the world. The experts say that is down to the high proportion of the population who are fair-skinned and who are exposed to the sun from early childhood. So that is enough on what melanoma is. Let's get into how it is being dealt with. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDFs and TMD at aware.com.au. So, Claire, surgery is the answer for melanoma that hasn't metastasized. The idea is that you remove the tumor and a wide margin of healthy skin around the edge of the tumor to ensure that no cancer cells were left behind. Yeah, and depending on when they catch it, how early you've got it, really does depend on how drastic that surgery needs to be. If it's very early, it can just be a very simple thing. If it's a bit later, it can get a bit more complicated. And it's usually also backed up by therapies like chemotherapy and radiation at those later stages. Uh, when it comes to the really advanced melanoma, there are some promising new treatments um, and that has made the five-year survival rate of melanoma much better. Yeah, so in the last decade, the five-year overall survival rate for advanced melanoma has increased from less than 10% to more than 50%. And that progress has been made possible by immunotherapy. Yeah, so immunotherapies use a person's own immune system to fight the cancer off. Um, experts put it like this. Cancer cells are mavericks, but they're your own cells and your immune system is designed not to attack your own cells. But immunotherapy allows your immune system to attack its own cancer cells. So it's pretty smart. Over the last decade, some exciting new drugs have also been allowed for use and researchers are making new developments all the time in this field, including at Australia's Melanoma Institute. And Alex, two directors at that institute are Professors Georgina Long and Richard Scolia, they're longtime research partners who were named Australians of the Year last week. Mm. That was for their work with melanoma patients with what's been called revolutionary treatments. They've been credited with saving the lives of thousands of Australians. 
Which, let's just pause and say, what an amazing thing to be able to say about your work. Yeah, I mean, what an incredible thing to be able to dedicate your life and work to. Mm. Just amazing. And they've been recognised before because the work that they do do is incredible. They're both officers of the Order of Australia. They've won tonnes of prizes and honours from their profession and both are considered internationally to be leaders in the field. Yes, and Claire, they are both ardent campaigners for prevention. Yeah, they sure are. So in accepting their Aussie of the Year award, they called for advertisers and social media influencers to stop glamorising tanning or using it to sell or advertise for entertainment. So what Long said is that our bronze Aussie culture is actually killing us. Uh, And Scolia said that we must elevate sun safety to equal status with other life-saving safety measures like wearing a seatbelt or a helmet. And Claire, their story has another twist to it. Yeah, it really does, a sad twist to it. So last year, Richard Scolia was diagnosed with an incurable stage four brain cancer, Mm. which is the worst of the worst. Um, But he and Long were having none of that. What they've done is to use the groundbreaking discoveries of their immunotherapy approach for melanoma and used it to treat his brain cancer. Scolia has called it a world-first experimental treatment, and he said that it's an opportunity for us to crack another incurable cancer and make a difference, if not for me, then for others. Yeah, and he also said, and this is the quote, from where I stand with the future now measured in months rather than decades, it's impossible for me to properly articulate how proud and hopeful that this also makes me. And that's a fair characterization of his condition. They don't know how the treatment's going to go, but they have been honoured for their bold steps to apply what they know about immunotherapy and see if they can help others in the future. Yeah, and part of that was why they received that Australian of the Year mm. award. So it's really quite incredible. And Claire, before we finish up, let's do what we usually do at the Squiz and give listeners some things that they can do. Yep. So get cracking and get your skin checked by a doctor or a skin specialist mm. doing that regularly is a really good idea. And the experts say, for your own sake, look at the changes in your moles. You want to check their colour, their size, their shape. Um, You particularly want to know if it starts to itch or starts to bleed. And if there's any new skin growths, get them checked out. And Claire, here's a bit of a surprise. There's no formal screening program for skin cancers in Australia. We do do it for other cancers, but not for melanoma. No, but if you do go to your GP to get your skin checked, that would be covered by Medicare like a normal consultation. But you're right, there's no program as such. What the Cancer Council says is get to know your own skin really well and get onto things early. And that is your shortcut to melanoma. Now, onto our recommendations. Each shortcut, we like to give you recommendations for further reading, listening or watching. And the best recommendation for me this week is the Australian Story episode on Professors Long and Scolia. It's on ABC iView and it's very moving. And Alex, just to lean into getting some practical information, uh, I've got a fact sheet from the Cancer Council about what to look for when you do check your own skin. Uh, There are pictures and a checklist and it's just very, very handy. So we will have links to that episode and to that fact sheet in the show notes. And that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to share this episode with your mates, especially the ones who get out into the sun a lot, and we will catch you again next time.
G'day, I'm Kate Watson, co-host of News Club. News Club this week was an interview with Lauren Sams. She's the fashion editor at the Australian Financial Review. She's all over the business of fashion and retail, so I pulled her in to talk to us about fast fashion and ultra-fast fashion. In particular, businesses like Timu and Shein, who in Australia alone are on track to record more than $2 billion in sales. Here's a clip from that conversation. What is happening is that it's recalibrating fashion as a single-use item. Mm. So when you think about something that's 6 or $7, you know, my, I bought coffee this morning and that was $5.50 and that that's a single-use item to me. You know, I, I have my coffee. Like actually is, like you cannot use that twice. No. <laughs> and so when you're talking about a dress yeah. that's sort of an equivalent price, people equate it with something that doesn't need to be valued. Um, you don't need to wear it again. To listen to the full interview, just search for News Club in your podcast app and hit follow.